Today's episode of the Live, Cure, Die podcast brought to you by Tactical Distributors. Unpossible 15 gets you 15% off all this great stuff. A reversible coat, sweet-ass t-shirt, and they just sent me these summer shorts. Oh, my God. Can we get this out of here? We can. So, these shorts, they're breathable. The boys, they're cool as hell. They're short. They're not too short. They're not too long. They're not Daisy Dukes. They're not Dirty Dukes. They're just right. So, Unpossible 15 gets you 15% off. Flip-flops, bags, shirts, pants, everything you need. They got those panties. What are those? Uh, the, the, the tactical brief things. They're so comfortable. And your junk comes right out when you need to take a pee. Holla. All right, guys, we're back, including Jay. Made it back from Texas, even though he got a little airsick on the airplane. So we're checking his Air Force creds right now. Uh, we're here with my buddies Chad and Judson from Georgia, my redneck mountain buddies that I love and adore and miss like crazy. That really got me into the pig hunting and have probably shot more things with 300 Blackout than most people. We're also blessed with tons of gifts this week. So thank you. We've got an arcade, skateboard, lots of beverages. So... Thanks for tuning in. Jay. Hello, sir. My man. I'm back. You're back. How you doing? We're good. A little tired, but I'm good. A little tired. Good hunt. Good, good fun. Great hunt. Great fun. So, um, we're here with our buddies. My little bestie, Chad. Scorpion King. <laughs> 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 yeah, go ahead and talk some shit about Judson. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, Judson. Our little friend. <laughs> our, little, our little buddy, Judson. So, he's our neighbor at the farm as well. Hunting partner there. Partner in fun, mm-hmm. and uh, he's the enforcer. We don't take no bullshit up there, if you know what I'm saying, Jay. I hear you. So, <laughs> so the Scorpion King was fun. You got a nickname for Judson? Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> wait till he leaves. I'll wait till he heads yeah. back to Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I uh, I understand that you believe uh, Air Force is in your blood. Uh, yeah. You do. <laughs> yeah. It is still. Just uh, not still. drone flying. No, no, no. Um, still. you don't. Did you drink while you were gone? Uh, no. Well, I, I, I received an interesting photo of you. Yeah. Uh, holding a barf bag up to your face, looking pathetic on a plane. Yeah. What what uh what happened? Did you lose all your blood or something? Yeah, well, first of all, it may have looked pathetic, but if you were in the moment, it was pretty covert, pretty uh high speed. But yeah, I don't know. We on the way down to Texas, um I'd fallen asleep at one point and we were just like about to land and I woke up. And I was talking to Colin. I was, like, super tired, hadn't eaten, whatever. The only thing I had was, like, some airplane coffee or whatever. But I woke up. We're talking. He's next to me. Whatever. And I was like, I think I'm just going to throw up. And he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I don't really feel good. And so the gears had just gone down. Like, the landing gear had just gone down the plane. So I grabbed this, <laughs> you this mean, little bit. You're saying they didn't downshift. It's the landing right. yeah, gear. Yeah, they didn't, yeah, they didn't lose any gears. But So I grabbed the little bag, but there was a family next to me that's like trying to take selfies out the window and stuff because we're about to come down. They're excited. So I'm like, well, I'm not trying to ruin their day. Oh, I totally would have. Well, so I kind of I held on and just tried to wait till 
like we touched, but I just didn't have it in me. So I threw the, the bag up and, but it was only a little bit and I was super, super quiet. Colin was like doing something. He might've texted somebody. And by the time he looked up, he's like, did you just throw up? I was like, yeah, yeah, well, for then sure. How'd I get a picture of it? Oh, I don't know. Well, I was holding on to it like, re- like ready to rock. And I think he took the picture then. Um, but then he hmm. went, he was well, probably well, sending you that picture. Well, and then well Thomas, like, why don't we put it up on the screen now and let people decide? Yeah, we can do that. It was great. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> do, you, do you know for certain that he was in the Air Force? I, I'm starting to question it. I didn't know. Okay, well, I wasn't a pilot in the Air Force. Could have been on ground maintenance. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I built bombs. I didn't touch planes. Well, I guess they don't build bombs in, in airplanes. No, <laughs> no, no, we do it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have talked to my buddy Chad about his uh, recipe for avoiding avoiding this sort of seasickness, air yeah. sickness. I didn't think I'd get it, and so it kind of snuck up on me. It was a little just exciting little surprise. Yeah. And then I just took the bag and rolled it up and discarded it. Secretly into the back of the seat <laughs> <laughs> for some no. six-year-old to find it yeah. on the next flight. I had too much in my hand, so I was like, "Candy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, <laughs> our buddy Judson, Judson, what what is it exactly you do? You don't have to say the department or anything. I work for a sheriff's office in Georgia. Yeah, been in ten years now, law enforcement. Yeah, so um, th- they send you to get the uh, people that there's warrants out for that they don't want to come in? Yes, and s- some of them's naked every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> fun times. Are those the fun ones? Fun times. Yeah. What What do you do? Just just whip out the Vaseline gun and go to town? No, uh, no, 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 not them. <laughs> not them. <laughs> um, so so what, what's your record? You undefeated with, uh, with when you get your hands on somebody? So far. I heard you got your ass whooped. No, I did. It, by yes. a porch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So what happened? Well, we had a a uh, kid threatened to kill his mom, and Damn. he was inside this trailer. So we're all rushing to the scene. We get there, I get the shield out, so I start down, and they said, "Go up on the porch with that shield." So, so uh, when I was going, the steps were brand new, so I didn't think nothing about the rest of it. <laughs> so I get up there and. You know, every once in a while when you fall, you, you get a little bit of a shake or a crack. Yeah. No, it just... Just comes, gave way, trap it, door. It, it, just like a cartoon. It, boom. <laughs> it all hit the ground. We did all, you land on anybody? Yes, I did. <laughs> Are they, Did they die? No, they made it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they were so unhappy. <laughs> yeah, I catch shit for it every day now. Did anybody laugh? Except, I mean, when it happened or just now? Everybody no, laughed. nobody was laughing. Until we all got out. <laughs> what did the dude say when y'all crashed his porch? <laughs> he come to the door, finally. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, oh, shit, what'd y'all do to my porch? <laughs> so he scurried around the, come down the step, finally. <laughs> he gave up, figured you were going to wreck the house apart. Yeah, he, he said, oh, God, they're going to turn my house over if I don't come out. <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh, miraculously... Nobody got a nail, splinter, and we was all with our guns out, and no rounds went off at all, so it was... Just a few bruised ribs. Yeah. <laughs> How many people are on this porch? Four. <laughs> y- y'all have new protocol? Well, there was, there was five <laughs> with me up there, like two people. <laughs> yeah. I can't then, believe you fell on somebody. It's like the unluckiest day of their whole career. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they give me, they look at me every day and say, I am not following you. <laughs> onto a porch anymore. So from now, every now, not from 
since that happened, every porch I walk on, I kind of do the little test. <laughs> <laughs> Throw one of the small guys up there first, make yeah. sure it's okay. Uh, Jay, a few years ago, we're at Chad's, Judson comes by. He's busted up right here. He's got stitches hanging out of his head and everything. And I'm like, who in the hell picks a fight with him? A girl did that to him. <laughs> yeah, from the previous job, I was in the pri- working prison system. Yeah, she was clawing another officer's eyes out. So I was tackled her, but in the process, we hit and slid, and I caught the catwalk handrail, iron pole, steel pole right on the brow there, and it busted me wide open. They had to replace it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It had a big dent in it. That's what he says. I think she just hit him with an elbow. <laughs> Laid him out. Uh, yeah. So what about you, your trip? You just, uh, you're in Texas, so you throw up as soon as you land. Yeah, yeah get excited. Yeah. Uh, lose my, my little bit of coffee. But, yeah, we went, went down for... Um, Warm and Fuzzy and Ford Observations Group did a raffle for FPC, Firearms Policy Coalition. Raised a bunch of money. Um, so we went down. We donated a fix, a honey badger, two cans. Uh, EOTech supplied some optics for the winner. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, everyone was super, super thankful. So what was it? Everybody that. like buys a 25 or $50 ticket or whatever. And yeah. Then something they randomly chose someone to win it. Yeah, exactly. So it was a $50 ticket. Um, and basically, you it was unlimited tickets for this raffle you spend the 50 bucks or however much money and you were entered to win the fix the honey badger the cans like fully kitted out um and then you plus one got flown down to texas to this ranch uh we stayed at the g2 ranch in texas it's in pearsall texas i believe is where we were at near san antonio yes yeah about an hour away um so we were there and then they got uh one free exotic all the pro like the meat got processed a free mount um, so the guy who won, I think he only bought one ticket and it, it turns out this was like the third or fourth raffle he's won like in a year, just like shoes or whatever. He's just the luckiest dude in the world, but, um, he was a really cool dude. He brought his dad, which was awesome. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. And his dad was having a great time. Like That's quite the prize. Yeah. It, insane mm-hmm. prize. Like, yeah. What, what he, sh- he shot an Oryx or something. He uh, shot a scimitar. It was Oryx. a, it was a Gemsbach. We thought it was a, we thought it was a, no, it's got the, we thought it was a, a Simbach, but. No, no, it's got it's got the curved horn. It it, it looked like the one at the office outside of my office. No, I think it was either a Sims bu- uh, Simbuck or a, a Gemsbuck. Okay, so apparently they don't have these in the Air Force. I'm pretty no. sure it was a Scimitar Oryx. But well, so the Sim- anyway, the Simbuck is the the <laughs> one fucking job. Yeah. One job. Well, the, the turn the, off your phones. The, <laughs> forgot about that. Damn the, it. The Simbok is the is the the cross between a Scimitar Oryx and a Gemsbok. For real? Yeah, yeah. So they, well, breed, they interbreed them. Yeah, I I learned about it this weekend, but I don't know. Man. Um, but it was great. He shot Anybody it with shot a, that. They're delicious. Yeah, and he shot it with a, a six five fix, um, with a trash panda on it. No, I'm sorry, a jumbo shrimp on it. Yeah, and just a like 150 yard poke. He'd never shot anything before. Really? Yeah, and he put a perfect shot on it. Um, that is not the way it goes for us guys. Yeah, no. Oh, never shot anything before. I went this trip, and they're going to give me all these awesome guns. Take me to a ranch and yeah. get to kill a big oryx. Yeah, we actually found <laughs> out after too. It was funny that. So he, I mean, it's Good not funny. Him. It's it's not funny for him, but he has an eye disease where he's. he's <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what he's an asshole you are. Uh, yeah. Well, it's not, no, but he was saying he's asshole like he's like pretty blind in one eye and partially blind in the other, 
and we were all standing around. He was telling us that, and it's like, oh, that's a good thing you told us after we let you shoot a, an animal, like after we put a gun in your hands and that. But he was I mean, really that cool. That sucks, dude. but awesome for him. Yeah, that, you yeah. know, he yeah, great experience, and all the dudes that were like, he. It was funny. He showed up with a. Um, he had one of the Rainbow Badger shirts on. I like saw oh. it in the morning. I was like, "Hey, man, like cool shirt." Because I don't think we gave it to him or whatever. He's like, "Yeah, I've had this for a while. Like, love your stuff." So it was really cool. It, oh, that's cool. He happened to be a fan of all the guys that were there, and there was a huge group of um, of guys uh, as well as the the people who put it on. Yeah. FPC made a made an appearance. Uh, Adam Kraut, who we had on the podcast, and Jeff Sylvester, and everyone came. It was a really cool cool opportunity. Oh, so there's a bunch of people there. Yeah, there were thirty yeah. something people, I think. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So I saw that uh, they wrote a check for $161,000 FBC. Yeah, the people like that are actually yeah, suing ATF and holding them accountable for bullshit. Yeah, so it was 161 or 163 something like that, almost $200,000 um, just from the raffle. So all the raffle money went straight to FBC. Um, and it was just, it was a really good opportunity to be there. We're really glad we got to be a part of it. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm all about us. Well, I love when we donate and someone like that wins. The guy, you know, and the guy last time where we did the mystery shirt. Yeah. yeah he's great. at the T-ball game holding his little baby and went, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so this guy wins. But, yeah, donating to causes like that, I yeah. love that. FPC is, so I kind of talked about it when I was there. Um, but growing up, and I've said it on here before, but growing up, hearing all the, the older guys in my family talk about the NRA or whatever, I never really, exp- I never was old enough to kind of know what the NRA was doing. And then now in, I guess, my time, like when we have companies like, or organizations like FPC, and you see them actively fighting, like comparing that to what I know the NRA has, it's it's night and day. And it's well, really cool to see them. Yeah, I mean, I've told the story before, but when I was, you know, young at Advanced Armament, they wouldn't even allow us to set up the NRA show. So, yeah, so it is great to see some younger organizations that, or really want to fight for everyone's Second Amendment rights yeah. and, and not just when it's, you know, meets the politics of that particular organization, whether yeah. it just be hunting or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, it was yeah. cool to see, too. Um, like, you've talked about it on this podcast before, but the, when you went down on one of the trips and a lot of those guys were there and guys that hadn't seen our products getting to hold them and shoot them and, and shoot stuff with them, um, it really is a testament to... You think you know about the product, but you have to hold it. You have to mm. feel it and shoot it to really understand. And once you do, you're like, you're not going to turn back. Every yeah. single person there now is like, I need a fix. I need a mini fix. I need a honey badger. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. It makes a huge difference. I, I know, you know, the three of us hunt pigs on Judson's family's land a lot in Georgia. And yeah, I guess the last one we went, you and I had our products, but Judson, you got a new, what, a, a semi-auto 6.5. Six five, yes. Which looks normal size on him, but... <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, it's what it looks like, me holding a 10.22. <laughs> but still, you, you know, if we're trying to get out of the vehicle, creep around in the woods, and most of the time we're shooting the pigs at, like, inside of 100 yards, mm-hmm. the long gun's a disadvantage. You it built is. a uh, sugar weasel yesterday. Yeah. It looks like freaking toy yeah. with him uh, those some of those screws yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> those big hands oh yeah really you have to pick this up <laughs> it was it was cool to see too because um a lot of those guys like just like we like noveski but a lot of those guys like noveski and have sure there were some ghetto blasters and stuff there yeah, and see my johnny there is johnny from his memorial we were moving some stuff from Georgia Chad brought oh, up yeah. to New Hampshire and unpacked one of the boxes and it was in <laughs> that's there. awesome yeah yeah but yeah the some some guys there had 
uh, ghetto blasters or whatever, and they love them. Like it's their go-to gun. And then yeah. they, we were out at the range, and they were like, "Oh, hey, can I can I try the honey badger or whatever?" And they hold on, and I'm like, "Oh man," they're like, <laughs> Not they're, like they're like, "How is it so much lighter?" I'm like, "Yeah, I, I would love to help them update it." Um, because yeah, it is a pound heavier than ours, but they yeah. need the faster twist barrel and they need the the muzzle taper and some things. I would love for them to get on board with that because I love Nevesky, but some of that it seems it's kind of old school now. Yeah, but I mean, light matters. I mean, even somebody as strong as Judson, like if we're gonna go like where our place, well, their place is in North Georgia, it's in the mountains. Right. So man, there ain't no use in carrying extra ten pounds around with you if you got a hike. So yeah, uh, no. Even that six five gets a little heavy. Yeah, <laughs> making a long trip. Yeah, I mean, there some some of the guys from Ford Observations Group were there, and we had just some guns laying out on the table, and one of them has a an SR twenty five six five SR twenty five so whatever SR twenty six whatever it is I don't even know, but six five and it's kid has got a good optic on a night force probably and he had a PVS thirty and all stuff and he's like this is my go to gun I love it, uh, use it all the time. And we just had a 16-inch fix sitting next to it with um, an EOTech 5 to 25 on it, a can bipod. And his one of the other guys that was there went to go pick it up, and he kind of like jerked it up into the air because he was <laughs> expecting it to be heavy with all the stuff on it. Yeah. And he he's like, "Is this real?" I'm like, he like thought it was a demo gun or something like that. I'm like, "Yeah, well, yeah, we're gonna go kill something with it." Like, yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. Like, Chad is so stubborn and not into change. He's not young and hip like me and Judson. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so yeah, seeing him. Yeah, would you ever go away from the fix now? No. What no. would you do? To <laughs> I know yeah. he had he had just a. I think we said it on the podcast before. He had a red dot on his until yeah. we went out to Wyoming just a red dot because we're shooting a hundred meters in a six five with a little silencer on it, so light and compact. Yeah. And just with the red dot, it was fine. Yeah. Um, and even if you can't, even if people can't switch a gun or they don't want to switch their gun, like even just our cans, like a couple guys, Matt, are. Breck from uh, Dog Egg Collective, and then Matt from Warm Fuzzy. He he shot an Eland with a thirty thirty lever gun with a full Nelson on it, and then Breck shot a a Bison with that thirty thirty with the full I Nelson saw on that it. Picture, yeah, we'll and post it up. Yeah, still. and there will be video, and it's you, the round hitting the animal sounds louder than the shot just because oh, wow. oh, yeah. because the can is so quiet. Like, and it's it's perfect for it. It's light. It's yeah, we, we I think we've all noticed that hunting a lot around there shooting pigs, like when you can hear the impact on the animal when you when you make a good shot when you're using the silencer, it's nice. That was the most impressive thing to me for the entire time that we were all hunting. Like everyone who shot something, even Colin shot a uh, a black, black buck yeah. at it was probably 150, 180, and um, he was using six five with a jumbo shrimp. And the jumbo shrimp's not we don't claim it to be the quietest can in the world, yeah. but even hearing the impact of that, like every single animal that was shot. The impact sounded like a truck. It was crazy. Yeah, I think that's the trend. Lightweight, compact. I mean, that's a hunting silencer. It's just meant to where you don't notice the shot when yeah. you're hunting. This is making me want to go shoot some stuff. Yes, yeah. sir. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, just just being there, like, we were telling people about your last trip to Africa, and people were like, oh, Kevin came back, whatever. Like, what did he shoot? I'm like, I lost. He shot 22, 22 <laughs> animals, and I don't know what he shot. And they're like, 22, freaking out. But it was awesome, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to get back, man. I'm gonna, I don't know. Well, I know what I'm going to shoot this year. I know three animals I'm going to shoot this year. A sable, a roan, and a cape buffalo. But I don't know what else. Just whatever. Opportunity. We're yeah. just rednecks that like to shoot stuff, man. Um, oh, 
You see JYD, Junkyard Dog. Yes, so sir. when I was a kid, Justin, you liked wrestling. Huh? Oh, I loved wrestling. How the hell did you not become a pro wrestler? I had the chance at one time. Oh, wait, how big are you? I'm six five, three twenty. What's the most you've ever bench pressed? Five fifteen. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all. At college, what'd you run the forty in? Five flat. Jesus Christ. But I, I actually had the opportunity one time, and I didn't take you, it. You probably had the opportunity to win the gold medal in the shot put, yeah. um, to be a pro football player, yeah. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what happened with wrestling? Why wouldn't you do it? You didn't want to be away from home? I, I really don't know what made me decide that, because I loved it. I grew up watching it. Uh, who, were, who were your favorites? Well, Hulk Hogan, of course. Yeah. And... Uh, I like the Road Warriors. Yes. Love the Road Warriors. <laughs> yes, the Road Warriors were yeah. awesome. And But I was in the mall, actually, in uh, Athens, Georgia Square. And this guy come up to me. He was walking through, and he come up to me, and he asked, hey, what do you do for a living? And, I, you know, I told him. He said, won't you come to our tryouts for WCW? I, I forgot what it was called, but it was their tryout. Yeah. And he gave me the number and everything, card, and I just I didn't do it. Why not? Can you imagine? <laughs> you would be the the most popular wrestler in the history of the world had you had me as your manager in Mouthpiece. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. I could have picked some fights, by God. Oh, I know. I could have picked some fights. For sti- you to, he still picks fights. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, but have you died yet? Come close. Um, <laughs> yeah, wrestling. Oh man. But yeah. I, yeah. I actually, you know, I had I could have probably. The football, I went to college, played two years, and I actually was, Georgia actually come to my high school like three times and physically talked to me. And uh, when I was coming through high school, I just took what I could take to get by with, which ended up in the end messing me up because of the SAT scores and stuff like that. So. Yeah. yeah, a lot of regret, regrets at some point. I just want to interject here for a second. Yeah. I want to, I want to kind of back up when you were talking about you were being in, you were in the prison system and you tackled that woman that was scratching mm-hmm. your friend's eyes out, <laughs> yeah. and you slid. How hard did you hit this woman? Yeah, did you I cut her down? Is just, she still alive? I was doing half of the Scorpion King when I hit her. <laughs> <laughs> the mid-airport. Mid- oh, no, I literally tried to take her head off. <laughs> did it? Did it knock her out? No. We hit. I hit her. I mean, I was speared her. Yeah, in the air, and I caught her, (sighs) and we hit on the uh, catwalk, and we just slid like that and hit the. (laughs) I caught that pole, but did she cry? No, yeah. (laughs) But if I hadn't hit that pole, we would have slid plumb out. We was on the second floor. We'd went slap off the into the. Oh yeah, off the catwalk. Yeah, like a body slam from the. Women in prison meaner than the men. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Most so it's not all lesbian yeah. activity and pillow fights. <laughs> no, well, there's some, but, but they are they are mean. Uh, who um when your job now? Who normally picks a fight with you or messes with you? Either uh, meth monkey or <laughs> a, uh, somebody someone, little. Uh, yeah, or like literally, brand they got the mental. Oh, uh, but. Nobody in their right minds picking a fight with you at work. No, they've they've tried a few times, like try to get away, like like one guy. He just decided to try to. I was standing right in front of him. He decided he's gonna try to run away. Did you clothesline him and then drop an elbow? Well, it was something like that. 
day. <laughs> a few years ago, Judson was sitting on the couch. I snuck around, thought I was going to, I was just going to like jump on him. I do it all the time. And like cross body block. And I jumped, you know, I weighed 200 pounds. He caught me in midair and sat me down. <laughs> yeah. It was humiliating. Yeah. <laughs> humiliating. Um, yeah, I always wonder that because, you, you know, like if who picks fights with giant human beings? I don't know. This me. guy. Yeah, <laughs> me. Yeah. Me. Yeah, like I've done a little bouncing, you know, a little bit. And yeah, people get liquid courage in them. They, they don't care. And they will always pick the big one. Always. To they got something to yeah. prove. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it don't work out for them, but they try. You should see we hunt. Somebody shoots a deer in the mountains up there, and Chad and I about kill us, drag it 50 yards. And Justin just, he carries one of us, our guns, and just drags <laughs> the deer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's, man, you should see his. Um, did your granddad start that car collection or your dad? My grandfather kind of started that because he was, he did race. He was actually one of the original 13 NASCAR. Rest, raced on the beach at Daytona. But oh, the first one. So, Jay, where where we are in Georgia, like that whole area right there, Tennessee, North Carolina, Georgia, is where, like, moonshining started. Mm. So, yeah, sorry, he actually, I mean, he, he will tell you, well, he, he's, he passed away, but he would tell you that's how he got his start with hauling liquor. Yeah. Just like they say on TV. Right, you know? yeah. But, yeah, he actually started the, the race car collection, and then my dad just kind of, Took it to another level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you think your dad probably has like a hundred vintage cars in his yard? No, at least it's it's pretty amazing. But um, yes, his dad, his grandfather was one oh honorary son of a gun. So when I bought my farm, they have a um, <laughs> what did you call that store? Kind of like a country store, but it's Carhartt clothes and stuff yeah, like it's, that. It's one of the largest inventories in our neck of the woods, you know. North Georgia. Yeah, like, a, so like a trading post or something? Yeah, sort of like yeah. that. Uh, so his granddad, when I bought the place, his, his grandfather was still alive and ran it. Oh, man. He was he's scary. Henri. Oh, yeah. Henri old guy. I remember we were, I was cutting the roads on my property and it hadn't been touched in a long time. I think Chad's family used to own the property that Probably I not. had. Mm-hmm. And their, uh, their family store is at the end of my road. And uh, the logging trucks would pull into their parking lot. They had a big, got a big parking lot. And to do whatever for they live. And I walk in there one day, and his granddad's like, you the, you the boy that owns that property over there? <laughs> yes, sir. He goes, you know, it takes 60 years to grow them trees. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. Okay. We'll stop cutting them. <laughs> but, yeah, Chad and I have found, what, nine sites on the property I used yeah. to own where there yeah. were, were liquor stills. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty cool up there. Everyone that would come to see you, I mean, I won't say it's like any of Judson's family or anything, but if they come to see you at your property and they just want to, like, drive around or hang out or whatever, they bring you a jar of moonshine. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying there's some in the freeze in there, but you could taste some. Right. <laughs> um, it might make you get naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. Tommy, can you go get him something? <laughs> I do not want to see that. Can't now. get a girl, get a long hair boy. <laughs> um, yeah, so how long has your family been up there? 17 years. Yeah, something like that. So same as yours. Yeah, yeah actually, we, we, we come from the... Y'all same line. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the same It's so road. funny. You don't get up there. It's it's like one of the smallest counties in Georgia and stuff, but there's only like three families. And I mean, they're all related. Like everybody is one of their cousins. Everybody. Mm-hmm. 
unless they're idiot, then they don't claim them. But yeah. otherwise, yeah, we don't claim them. Yeah, they're on. What was that? The Battle of the Narrows? Or something. Yes. There was a Civil War battle on y'all's property. It is Battle of the Narrows. It's not really documented a lot, but it was one of the one of the one only times that the Confederate won a battle. There was a big ridge line up there, and they would they would just basically ambushing them. They'd wait. As soon as they'd crest the, the ridge, they would just unload. Finally made them retreat. Signs and stuff up there. Yeah, that's cool. It's an interesting place. But, yeah, Chad and I find these these places on my property. There's a bunch of springs and where they were still. Remember the one with all the barrel bands, like revenuers yeah. cut with yeah. axes? The, oh, you yeah. know, so, like, the barrel bands, there's, like, hundreds of them stacked up in this one place. Yeah, that was a big site. Yeah, it's pretty cool up there. We didn't have pigs the whole time, but we started getting, like, in the valley. So my place was on top of one of the mountains. So so they lived down the valley below this huge valley. Beautiful. So we started getting pigs in there, what, like seven or eight years ago probably? Yeah. How many pigs do you think we've shot in there now? Probably close to 200, I guess. At least. It's a good time. Yeah. Our yeah. man Judson stepped the game up this year. This year, he got the cell phone cameras. Oh, yeah. So Chad and I would just be playing Uno, hanging out with the chicks. <laughs> and we, he'll text us if he's not around. Is the pigs over there. We just ride over there. and It's so easy now. Oh, yeah. So fun. <laughs> yeah, until yeah. you're, you're the one working and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these jackasses go out and kill them. Hey, we, we pay for the corn sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, we share, I'll share a little. <laughs> it's pretty fun, though. It's pretty fun. That's but that's the place on Judson's uh, family's place is where Chad's Scorpion Kingdom. Right, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so beautiful. So beautiful. Um, well, what'd you, was this, a, this wasn't the first thing you shot this hunt in Texas, huh? No, I've shot, I mean, growing up here, I've shot whitetail and, um, like little predators when you, when you see like coyotes and stuff, if you see them out, but, um, that's it. I had never shot any exotics or anything. Yeah. It's like the first hunt other than up here where yeah. you're from, you've been on. Yeah. Yeah. And a completely different type of hunting too. So fun. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really excited that I got to shoot it with a, shoot it with a mini fix. Um, oh, it was the mini fix. Yeah. So I, I shot that Jacob sheep with a mini fix. Um, you know, that's, I think the first animal <coughs> named in the Bible. You might know that. Really? You're familiar with I the didn't Bible. Know that. Did you know? No, that? No, I, didn't know I that. think it is. I the four-horned sheep. Yeah, it was cool because everyone wanted to shoot whatever an eland or a black buck, like something nice looking. That's going to be the best skull mount you've ever seen. Yeah, this this home. ranch owner, nice. he was like, "Hey, we got a four-horned. It's an old four-horned sheep, and it's gone through some wars." And I was like, "I'll shoot it." <laughs> and uh, so it was not not anything crazy, not too far. I was probably like. 115, 120 yards. And well, that, I mean, that's an 8-inch barrel, 300 blackout? That's yeah. That's the mini fix you were shooting? Yeah, and I had a half Nelson on it. And uh, What what bullet did you use? Uh, I think it was a 115 pig punisher, Gorilla. So shout out to Gorilla Ammunition. Thank you for hooking us up. I wonder who makes that bullet. Um, it's not the Lehigh because we had some control chaos, but that's a that's a Lehigh. I can't remember who makes this bullet, um, but we, we can find out. Um, it's either a 115 or 125. I can't remember, but it was... It was awesome. We're in some thick stuff, and uh, the ranch owner was like, "Hey, shoot it in the neck," because it was old. Had I mean, you saw the picture. It had tons of tons of mats and all the wool everywhere. Oh, they're gnarly animals <coughs> when they get yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, like, "Because it's, it's tough." tough. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful with bullet selection because as they get old like that too, they get matted up, right? And, and all that wool it ends up like armor yeah. on them. So you can't shoot like a really small, high velocity bullet; they'll come apart and not yeah. penetrate. Yeah. So he was saying. I mean, we were in some. Well, he told us before that this thing had gotten torn up somewhere and he was working on a tractor one day and saw it come out and it was its leg was all torn up like split open 
and he he roped it and stapled it together. And he said, and Jesus. after and after that, it became just a warrior. It was like fighting stuff. It just it had a second chance, I guess, and it decided to not waste or it. Or was in pain. <laughs> yeah, or was in pain. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, once we rolled up on it, he said, "Hey, shoot it in the neck." And just the way it was positioned, it was kind of popped away from us, quartered away from us, and um, that we had a, a guy, Monroe Media, Jay Monroe. Uh, he was filming with a, a red camera, super high res. And we'll once I get the link. I'll, I'll send it and we can hopefully put it up. I will have it for this time. But um, I got up on it and I, I just, I'm glad I told him because I said, hey, I'm ready when you're good. And he's like, give me one second. So I'm glad I waited that second and then shot it in the back of the head and it, it went down immediately. It sounded like a, a train hit it. And nice. you'll see in the video, just threw the head forward and dropped it immediately. So it was, oh, that's awesome. it was awesome. It was a real good, good time. And then we walked up on it. It was a good, Cool thing, and then of course we sent it to you guys, and everyone's like, this is the ugliest thing we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was that Thomas? Was that your comment? Somebody said that's like the ugliest animal that I've ever seen. And were you the it one was, that said like, and uh, it was Adam? He's oh, like, he did. Yeah, he's like, and why? He, yeah, because Tommy said that's the ugliest creature I've ever seen. <laughs> Adam said, yeah, why is it holding onto a dead sheep? <laughs> <laughs> Adam's funny, man. Yeah, he's, he's he, he comes with everyone. Everyone at the ranch thought that was the greatest thing in the world. So. You know, I'd never shot many animals, I guess, until I got the farm and started hanging out with you guys. And I learned, um, well, I guess I had to learn to to, to Count. drive in the mountains. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And uh, Still, still need a you remember that when we slid down the dam and Judson bailed out? Like yeah. we started to roll in this Jeep. Oh. We slid off the back <laughs> of the dam. And Judson, this asshole, and he's like the anchor holding, right. holding us from rolling oh. over. And it was a blazer. And he just popped the door open and jumped out. And we slid all the way down the, the dam. Well, somebody had to call 911. <laughs> you had to go to work. Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. We'd been, it'd been raining. It was wet. And there's a lot of red clay. And I hadn't learned to drive off the road at that point. And, uh, we'd, we'd been up at the range. So at, at the property, the range was like a mile from the house. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we had to drive across the back of the, the pond on the dam. And I slid <laughs> off of it like a fucking idiot. Judson jumped out, and, and I thought he was hurt. He was sitting up there. What, you like throwing <laughs> yeah, up or yeah, something? Yeah, I thought I was throwing up, but I was laughing so hard. I was crying and gagging. And <laughs> That's why I threw up on a plane, something. actually. But we had the guns in the in the back of the blazer, and we had to call Beachy, farmhand. He uh -oh. comes down with the tractor, pulls it out. We get back in it, take off, and we're cruising around. The guns are in the back, unloaded. Chad and Sabrina in the back seat, me and oh, ejector in the front seat, and and uh, remember, we get to the like up on that one ridge, and a red fox ran across in front of us and sees us and goes up on the thing. And I'm like, Chad, get the gun. And he has to get the gun and load it and hand it to me, and it's running. And, and what was that you did to stop it? <laughs> Dude, he stopped that thing with that little that yeah, little yeah. kiss. Uh, yeah. Like a rodent twill. <laughs> yeah, and it, uh, oh, man, stopped, just broadside. And we shot it. And now I'm like, hey, assholes, if I would not slid down the back of the dam, we wouldn't have shot this yeah, box. There you go. Yeah, Almost killed us. Yeah. And, and that, Judson. but I learned from that because, you know, like a few months later, I was with, uh, or maybe it was even years, God, I don't know. I was with David Price mm -hmm. and drive, we, we had been deer hunting. We we're driving back to the house one day, ran, ran across in the front driveway there, a gray fox. And it yeah. ran. It was hauling ass. And I did the same thing. And it stopped. And it allowed me enough time mm -hmm. to jump out of the Jeep, <laughs> grab the gun in the back, and shoot it. It's the one that's mounted at the office. Oh, yeah. 
So see, you learn all these yeah. cool redneck tricks. Right, man. there you go. That's yeah. predator hunting right there. You just cruise around, you see something, you make a, you yeah. kiss, blow it a kiss, blow and it'll it stop. Kiss, kiss <laughs> of death. Make it stop. Yeah. Well, um, what what are they going to do? Are they publishing videos on this yeah, thing in so, Texas or what? Yeah. So all the basically every um, every entity that was there, um, most of them are content creators, whether it's photography or videography. Um, so as as people are going through it, we'll all have a, a big Dropbox that that's shared, and we'll get a bunch of stuff out. Um, it was a really cool example of like the community coming together and, and getting stuff done. Like Surefire sent us some lights. Oh, that's EO, awesome. EOTech sent all the optics and stuff. Um, I used night vision goggles from a company that's actually local to here called Nocturne Industries. Um, everyone just came together to make it make it happen, and it was awesome. And all for a good cause, too. Yeah, man, I, I hope we can continue to help raise money. I'm ready to do another one for uh, FPC. Let, let yeah. them stay after it, man. Keep ATF in their place. Yeah, they came down, um, Adam Kraut and Jeff Sylvester, and they did a podcast with the Uncommon Line podcast. What um, is that? They're two... I don't know if... They're police officers. I don't know if that if that's even known, but Assholes. it makes sense. They're two police officers. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> um, <laughs> And they do a podcast out there. It's actually really cool. I got to sit in on it. They asked me a couple of questions. Um, and it's it, they were very, very much trying to show, like, hey, what has FPC done? What are they doing? And where do we go from here? And they did a really good job at it. And Nice. I think, I don't know when it'll come out exactly, but the Unco- Uncommon Line podcast. Well, what's it normally about, their <laughs> podcast, you know? I, I'm not too familiar with it. Um, I hadn't heard of it until oh, okay. I started talking to them. But they'd be... They have some really off air. They told a lot of really interesting stories, um, and <laughs> it, they'd be it would be cool to get up here, yeah. get them on it, and uh, you'd, you'd like them. They're cool. Did you guys shoot like any Silence Twenty Twos or anything while you're down? Yeah, there? actually, that was another thing too. Is we had a um, we had an El Camino on a a pack light, a Tactical Solutions yeah. done pack light, <laughs> and uh, the, another one that just blows. Up. I mean, Silence Twenty Two in general, it's pretty quiet, but that El Camino, or, yeah, it was the El Camino that we were using. <laughs> insane people just they think it's a toy when you shoot it like because yeah. we were shooting bb guns earlier they have this little like flat range with bb guns you shoot bottles and everyone people were genuinely like is that the like who brought the bb gun with them like it is so quiet well uh, yeah i guess had you guys ever heard silence guns before no, not y'all started shooting <coughs> with me no no never no it's it's funny because you know at the farm i used to have like i had a giant walk-in vault all my machine guns and and so they got pretty spooled. We got to shoot a lot of stuff, blow lots of things up, Tannerite and all. <laughs> but I think most of what we do and have fun with when we're not killing something is we still do it now. Every time we're down there, we get Silence 22s out in the backyard. We got a plate rack, and we just sit there and talk shit and bet and shoot Silence 22s. And it's probably some of the most fun we have. Oh, yeah. yeah we enjoy that. It, it's yeah. great. That yeah. is a great thing to do with your buddies. Oh, yeah. It, cha- yeah. it changes stuff, yeah. Silence 22s. Yeah. Everybody should have one. Yeah. It, it's so much fun. And what, even if you're not, like, guys are holding the, the the slide shut just to make it even that much. Like, it's just fun, and it's it's relatively cheap now, but it's always been super cheap. Oh, yeah. You can do it all day. Um, you don't have to worry about ear, ear protection or anything like that. And just... A blast. I mean, yeah. shooting big guns is fun. Shooting full auto is fun. We had a full auto sugar weasel with us. Like, that's all fun. But you were seeing the most like smiles and laughs with just the little twenty twos. Oh yeah, I think it is. I mean, it's oh we ha- we still do it every single time. Yeah, every time. I mean, no matter. I mean that 
vault had millions of dollars of machine guns and stuff in it at the farm. And twenty two sh- that was our go to. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was. Yeah, I mean it, that's. I mean that says a lot because I know it, it's different now. I think twenty thirty years ago, everybody that was kind of into guns as an adult, you had a twenty two as a kid and all. But I think it's changed so much. I think there's a ton of people now that don't get into guns until they're an adult, and you don't think there's a use for a twenty two. Yeah, but it is way more affordable. You can shoot it in more places, and it is silent. Like, it, it is. It's just like playing golf or horseshoes or something. Yeah, when people think about I don't about know, as far as <laughs> you can. golf. <laughs> well, you can talk and hang yeah, out with yeah, your buddies, yeah. and, yeah. you know, it's it's more of like sharing time together. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you go into silencers thinking about, like we've talked about, like the movie sounds, like the silent guns, yeah. You're gonna be a little disappointed, but when you shoot a 22 yeah. like that, you're like, "Oh, okay, this oh, is that yeah. sound." Yeah. Like, or go shoot a 308 or an AR-15 or yeah. something without ear pro. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and then do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know <laughs> what y'all did before before I I moved up there and brought silencers. Uh, a lot, a lot of hearing loss. Yeah. yeah. What? What was that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were the silencer police there too. We're like, if any of you are gonna shoot unsuppressed, tell us. We oh. have we have cherry bombs. And we have direct thread guns. Like we will put a can on your gun. You will yeah. not shoot unsuppressed. Yeah, that's that's stupid. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like. It. I told you the last hunt. Like when I went to Africa, and I couldn't take a silencer. That's the first time. And since that, you you were there that two sixty <laughs> that night's two sixty. Yeah. Oh, my head still hurts from that. Yeah, well, three <laughs> shots. Yeah, and suppressed. It and was it's awful. just not even just the sound. But you're feeling the blast too, like it's a jarring experience. And I, I mean, growing up, I always shot unsuppressed. And I'm like, oh, this is just shooting guns. And then once you get used to shooting suppressed, like it is unbelievable that they are not just an accessory. They're it is not, not mandatory, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's what a lot of us are saying. Like it should be mandatory to have a suppressor, not only for you but for everyone around you. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is funny if the government wants to stick their old wieners and everything. Like, why don't you do that? That's yeah. It makes a lot more sense than all the other gun legislation. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't. I mean, I say it all the time. I wouldn't even shoot guns if you had if there weren't silencers. Yeah, no, I, don't. I, I don't like it. No, you know, even with our profession, you know, you're inside a house and you fire one off inside a house. It's uh, yeah. we don't run suppressors. Right. What What do you guys carry as a sidearm? It's a Glock seventeen. Okay, nine, nine mil. Back to nine mil. Yep. He said they got a, a, a slick new taser out. Oh. Yeah, the new taser come out. And I didn't yeah. know there were new ones. It's yeah. it's ugly. So, <laughs> like, the the second shot, what is it, like twice it, the voltage? Yeah, it doubles in both. Oh, so, they, <laughs> so you don't so, have to just So no stone. more of that crack head sitting there getting hit six times. Yeah. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Do you tase anybody lately? No. Do you tase anybody in general? Like, you scared anybody? No, well... If they got a machete or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, in that case, you gotta. That's when you pull the Glock. I was say, at that point, yeah. you shoot them in the face. <laughs> I don't yeah, but I, I'm just wondering, like, what is the instance where you get nervous if so, if you can't see something, somebody can have a weapon? Yeah, like we go into a house looking for a, somebody in there. We know for a fact they they're armed or have been armed, and you look at their criminal history, and it'll tell you the. But yeah, it's it's. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. Because you're going in, you're opening doors, it's closed, and you never know what's on the other side. Yeah. Are you ever nervous when you know somebody doesn't have a weapon and they're like, fuck you, man, get out of my way? They bow up to you? 
Uh, not, not ra- it's rarely. Yeah, I can't imagine if I were your size and my attitude. <laughs> oh, I would invite it. Yeah. I'd be like, you should run. Have you ever met somebody that's uh, in that situation that's your size? Or yeah. Bigger? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, someday there's got to there's gotta be some 6'8 oh, yeah, dude. We'd, that we'd run across them every once in a while. That's when you tase them? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. I like to wrestle. So. <laughs> <laughs> wrestle. <laughs> I do not want to wrestle you, okay, no. just for the record. Um, <laughs> Although he, he tries to all the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's such a sweetie. I feel like he's not going to hurt me. <laughs> um, it, it's interesting, all the different types of hunting, like what you guys did there. And then it, it's funny because most of what we do, like we'll deer hunt. Then we get so lazy with the pigs now. Yeah. It's like mm. deer it's hunting. But it's like you just... You know, we get the cell camera pick, you cruise over there, you creep in there, and then it's like shit is on when we see pigs. It's like, you know, Scorpion King chasing them, (laughs) me and Judson shooting them. It's it's, it's kind of exciting because it's like a sneak up ambush ah! for like 10 seconds. And then, yeah. Well, it's cool that there's, if you want to get into hunting and you haven't hunted before, there is every level of it for you. Like you can... There's the level of like the Steve Ranellas and the Adam Green trees that'll that'll just be by themselves for 28 days and shoot an elk and quarter it and pack it out four miles each way four times mm-hmm. or you can go to a high fence area or you can just there's every you can go in your backyard there's every level for anyone that wants to get into it yeah um, yeah it, it doesn't need to be big expensive things you can go shoot go shoot ducks go shoot squirrels go shoot whatever yeah. Yeah, all that's fun. We've done all that. It's all fun. Even the groundhogs, man. That's. Yeah, that's I think fun. we've had some of the best times oh. even shooting groundhogs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're right. There is there is some kind of hunting everywhere, and it's just a great experience. Yeah, and I mean, we we didn't really cover it with Jason Vincent, but it's so easy to track that hunters, at least in this country, and I'm sure elsewhere, but hunters contribute directly more for the conservation of wildlife and habitat than any other organization in the oh, world. Oh, it's like yeah. 90% of it. Yeah, and it's yeah. so it's cool that the stigma is kind of slowly going away. Um, I don't think it was ever necessarily like taboo for people to hunt, but there's always been the, yeah, I'm just not into hunting. But now that people are understanding that it's it's good for the population, I think it's it's opening up to more people now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably just like gun ownership now. That's all changing. But hunting, you know, it's just, I think, relatively recently where it's become maybe it's social media people get like uh, uh, aggressively against hunting right. that are just ignorant and don't understand because you know when My- mike murphy from griffin and how talking about you know when griffin and how was a big company back in the day building you know hunting rifles for you know their guns were expensive it was a, a ton of celebrities and movie stars were their clients you know yeah. they would be the ones that would go on the african yeah, safaris it's a thing to do who, who now is you know the biggest proponent of it or is that right oh, are you saying the the, 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 the hollywood yeah they're, yeah they're against it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so against it did you see um we haven't even got it going yet but the yeah. video game yeah, shout insane. out to him man it's huge so that's just like a fan had that done for us and sent it to us for the podcast room. That's insane. We have the small one at the shop, and I, that's like a normal size one, but this one is huge. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I think there's 700 and something games on it. Crazy. So some skate, some skateboard wow. games. I'm gonna get after it. I yeah. know it's gonna be a, a whole lot of me and Ivan in here till two in the morning, yelling at each other, and me me dominating. Yeah. 
Did you, and we are getting all these refreshing drinks now. So did you see this ranch water? So this is you probably like. Well, is that the one Thomas would like this? It's a hard seltzer, but this one's like jalapeno agave. Or is something. that the one with tequila in it? People, I don't know how my glass. So people were. I heard people talking about ranch water in Texas this weekend, and it's just like that's pretty delicious and refreshing. That's a good summer drink. Tequila yeah. is agave. Oh that's yeah, that's right. That's what he said. I was thinking. Yeah. So agave and natural you. lime juice. <coughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what they're saying. It's like tequila Roots and water, the and they just call it ranch water. But whatever, man. It's good. The people said they liked it. I'm gonna try this one too. What is this? So this was weird. Maui Brewing Company pineapple chai chai. I don't know if that's the correct way to say that, but nitro golden ale. You gave some of that to Kimmy the other day, and she loves it. Oh, she said it was good? Oh, yeah. So, all right, so it's pretty girly, too, probably, then. Oh, you'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, but she, like, she, like... You want an ass whipping before you go back to Georgia? <laughs> a small town, a fresh off a cop's ass, making me homesick. <laughs> don't get on my porch, either. No, believe me. I'll, I'll inspect them all now before I walk up. Oh. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> mm. Mm. I don't like that one. <laughs> Kim, Kimmy's taste buds are broken. <laughs> mm. But thank you for sending it. I love trying yeah. new stuff. I'm glad Kimmy likes it. Yeah, and it's, it never goes to waste. Someone likes it. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, alcoholics at the shop. Somebody's going to drink it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you remember JYD? Junkyard Dog? Oh, yeah. Tragic story with him, like most wrestlers. He died in a car accident going to his daughter's high school graduation. Mm-hmm. I love Junkyard Dog. Remember he had thump across the back of his yeah. trunks? He'd do that almost Elvis dance with his knees. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's good. Th- this little, we can't call him an action figure because he doesn't move, and I ain't calling right. him a doll, but had a collar with a chain on yeah. it. Remember he had oh, yeah. Huge chain. Yeah. Um, yeah, so see, I found these in the stuff from Georgia, too. I, I, I don't know. I got these when I was like 10, 10 or 12 years old. I have the Hulk Hogan one. Um, Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff, George Animal Steel, Jesse the Body Ventura. So, hmm. yeah. It, it ain't too late. I still think you could get into the senior division of WWF. Yeah, um, I can go up to Mud Creek up there. <laughs> oh, is that the place <laughs> yeah, in Georgia? That's pretty, yeah, close to <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember I was getting my oil changed. <laughs> Somewhere around there, I guess. And uh, it's the one at that old school or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like some bootleg, like backcountry Georgia. But it's televised somewhere. Like yeah, on, it is. On the local it, cable. I was going to say the local yeah. network. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. And it's in like some high school from the 50s probably in their gymnasium. They have it like every Saturday or whatever. Getting my oil changed. This kid comes up to me and he's like, he sees the tag, said bald one on it or something. He's like, hey, you know, like I didn't know what it was called, Mud Creek or whatever. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. He goes, you live up there? I said, well, yeah, my place isn't far from there. And he goes, I'm like whatever it was, like, you know, too cold Morocco or something. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, I'm a wrestler. And he's like Tommy size. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you must be one of those high flyers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, JYD. But, um, yeah. Yeah, we got... So we got all kinds of alcohol this week. Yeah, a giant freaking arcade game. So shout out to that guy. We got to hook him up with something. That's incredible. Yeah, that's nice. Um, did you see yeah. the the skateboard yeah. with the LEDs? Yeah, so when it came in, it's insane. Yeah, so so I thought the guy made it, but um, 
And I, I don't know. I, I got to figure this out. If I should call people out and say thank you to them, but some people they don't they don't want us to. Right. So I'm like trying to respect everyone's privacy, not trying to be inconsiderate. This guy, well, I think he might have sent us this actually. Um, but he sent us that skateboard, and I thought he made it. But that's a guy. Uh, th- there's a guy online that makes like all these custom cutout skateboards like that. So he sent him the artwork and all, and had him do it. And uh, probably like that, Judson. That's Hulk Hogan or Ronald McDonald's colors there. But yeah, it's got the LED oh, in the dude. back of it that glows all the different colors. That's so awesome. I mean, that's also one of the coolest gifts next to that creepy ass mask <laughs> that Jay got us. Yeah, people ask me about that at the ranch, and I, I felt uncomfortable. Ooh, I should have made you it. guys take it. And the only way you could go was if you wore it when you shot. <laughs> our, our plane would have crashed. Or something. <laughs> that thing is terrible. But, but it kept you from getting seasick there. That's little, true. Yeah. Ca- Captain yeah. Jay. Honestly, maybe that's what it was. It was mad that I left its like its uh, area. Uh, but uh, then I I shot Satan in in Texas and freed all the souls that were yeah. sold to it. Yeah, you you, you might have done some good. Honestly, that, the devil doesn't seem that tough. Like he lost. I said it yesterday. He lost his golden fiddle to some redneck in Georgia, and then he goes to Texas to try <laughs> to do some bad and get shot in the back of the squash by me. This asshole shoots one animal. Now all of a sudden he's challenging the devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no, no <laughs> challenge. I, I took him out. I don't. I don't know, man. It, you call me a pussy. I think it's a challenge. It, it's, <laughs> it's a good thing he has access to a fix. He may win. That's yeah, true. You yeah. Might. Yeah. You yeah. might. Yeah. Any caliber. Any. Caliber, yeah. <laughs> that other yeah. skateboard also. It's got a. Oh, that's got the mini fix on it. I like that one. Somebody yeah, did the mini, mini cool. fix SD. Yeah, and he did some custom. Uh, oh, is it the SD? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he put the SD front end on it. Oh, nice. And then said like, you need to do this. He he's not wrong. Yeah, uh, and he sent custom grip tape too. Had cues on it. That's oh, that's right. Cool. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, we got some good stuff. Yeah, in people here. send cool stuff. Got some hats from uh, our buddy this week and his daughter. Oh, did you see? I don't want to say their names, but um, his daughter sent me this little uh, stuffed animal note, and she she drew me and her both wearing <laughs> COVID masks. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's her artwork on the fridge yeah. too. He's doing a good job with his kids. Yeah. They're nice. He's a guy where on um, Instagram one night, he's like, give me a free sugar weasel. And I said, have your your mom, your wife, a high school teacher, and your kids send me a letter of recommendation. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. <laughs> they all sent him. Except his, his, his daughter's young, so she sent me a video saying yeah. he was like the greatest dad and did all this stuff with her. And so we gave him, we gave him a sugar weasel. It's awesome. So now he sends us. All kinds of cool stuff yeah. all the time. Yeah. So these hats are nice. He's active. He's always always in support of what we're doing. What kind of stories we got, guys? Oh, you made notes because I forgot. Uh, I got notes. Guy. I got stories about y'all. That's going to give y'all an opportunity to call me out. No, you're such an awesome guy. <laughs> 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 Nothing I, bad to say I, here, I, right, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. Prick. <laughs> you guys are so full of it. Let me get my little glasses on. Let's see. What about? Oh, about you. What about when we went hunting last year at the house? We we leave and go. It's about a mile from the house. Oh man. We get out. And <laughs> we walk down this little dirt road a little ways, you know, to to get to where we're going to hunt. Looking over some fields, and we get about twenty foot from the excursion. Kevin's like, Chad. I said, yeah, I said, we got to go back to the house. I said, why? He says, I forgot my boots. I got my slippers on. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, even, I think I had, like, my tripod, 
because oh, we were yeah. going to stand oh, yeah. by the field yeah. and my gun and everything, everything on, and had my my house yeah, my house slippers on. on. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I, I snapped man. a piece. It was dark, but I said the flash. It brought it brought out the, the <laughs> yeah. those fancy slippers. <laughs> did you run them or did you get the boots? No, nah, we yeah, ran them back. Yeah, we, yeah, we ran them. Yeah, we went down. We just have to go a few hundred yards. You got a picture of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I sent it to you. Uh, yeah. All right, we'll post it. I ain't afraid. I yeah, that that, that cool. happens like every time with me. Something stupid. Yeah. I had yeah. a question for Chad actually. What are you um, saying? Yeah, about whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, like that gate tried to whip you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the Irvin family. Those assholes do not know how to put a gate up. Every one of them, in every one of their fields, is like jacked up. Some jabroni put it up, and oh man, I was holding the gun and closed one. I don't know, not that long ago at night, and it came off the hinge and flipped backwards <laughs> and almost catapulted me with my gun. Same I was so it. mad. I was like, fuck the bourbons. I'm not putting the gate back. It almost killed me. They need to fix this shit every gate we go to. No, I was very entitled, and I was just got back in the truck, and Chad's like, you got to fix the gate. <laughs> The bad, the bad thing is that was the second time that night it had whooped him. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, don't going, forget go, that part. Yeah, going uh-huh. in, it threw you over the top, almost <laughs> threw you over the top of it out in the middle of the field. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and uh, I was so mad. And then we shot a pig and and we went back to the house and got got the girls and came back over there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. they were there and laughing at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, I had a. Uh, now I'm not sure if you remember Chad, but I believe right where we are right now there was a certain boulder that that uh tried to take your car out <laughs> oh chad yeah, that, yeah. That, that's yeah what happened with that i'm gonna i'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna carve my name in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> kevin scared me and i punched it yeah yeah he's like rock and i'm like ah. yeah whenever it happened kevin it. immediately texted the entire shop <laughs> yeah. everyone texts chad that's, what, that's what that asshole does <laughs> yeah. man yeah. Oh my God, Never. he's the worst. Because I would not normally do those sorts of things. Uh, no, no. But no. yeah, we're pulling out the driveway. He had his brand new truck, and it's a big ass rock, the size of a car out yeah. there. You hard see to it? Miss. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to miss. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's hard to dead center, and that's what and, I did. And I said he's going towards. It. I can tell he's not pinching. I'm like rock, and he sped up, and we <laughs> launched it, <laughs> and it caved the whole front of his truck in. It was it. Oh, he was he was madder. Then when he scorpion kinged it, yeah, yeah. 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 he was all yeah. right. Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, we immediately got a text that said everyone asked Chad what happened to his truck. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And then I, I immediately get started getting texts. What, what, what happened? What yeah. happened? What's going on? Uh, that's buddies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, don't think he has not looked up every video he has of dumb shit I've done for the last ten years and shown Ivanka. Ninety percent of the time, if I take a photo for him, I'll send it to him, and I delete it off my phone. He is such and, a liar. Yeah. But <laughs> we were in Michigan. We went to when Mitch was oh, first yeah. coming out. And one of our uh, little Mitch are in. Yeah, little yeah. Mitch. Yeah, and so uh, they were nice enough to call me and say, "Hey, you know, let's meet us up in in Michigan." Well, well let me preface this. This is um, so our engineer who had been Ethan's intern in college. He graduated, came to work for Ethan at SIG, yep. worked there three months, and SIG had a massive layoff. He got laid off. He went to Daniel Defense, and we started QE, came to work for us. Their, uh, their family farms like, what, 2,500 acres or something? It's huge. Well, that piece, but I think they're, what are they, the, like the, the largest, largest landowners the, or something? something like or that in the or, county yeah, of Michigan. There. So anyway, so we, we get there, and, and Mitch has told us about, he, they have a pond, and they have a a <sighs> Literally a power pole <laughs> standing up, leaning over the pond. <laughs> He's seen the pictures. <laughs> and uh, 
and with a rope tied to the top of it. I mean, this is years ago at this point. He's still showing people the video this, on his phone. I found it. Yeah, I found yeah, it. Yeah. I found it. So it's like you go up like probably 20, 25 feet up, up a ladder and get on this little bitty platform, and you have that rope. Well, the rope, you have to jump up in the air and put your feet around the rope to catch the knot on the bottom. Right. There's no knots for your hands. And if you miss that knot, which Kevin did, um, <laughs> then you, you slide down yeah. the rope. Yeah, so he had like second-degree burns. This burn. was not OSHA approved. No, no, this is this is country living. So at its finest, I mean, so he literally, he, I mean, he, he successfully held on until the end, but he slid down about four yeah. foot of rope. Yeah, Oof. so he had like second-degree burns and... And so I got photos of him laying on the table and the video. Mitch's holding his hand. Any, oh, yeah, it, it, so my my hands were completely burned. It was so painful, and I'm yeah. not all that tough. Yeah. So so then we get back to the house, and me and Ethan, we're literally crying. We feel so bad for him. Uh, no, everybody but Chad had been drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah. So uh, yeah. me and Ethan <laughs> were having a ball, and Mitch's mom, she's a nurse, and she's so tenderhearted. Oh, she's, she's shout like out loving little Patty. on him. Yeah, oh, little yeah. Patty, man. She was like, like oh no, and, and and me and Ethan were saying bad things to him and stuff, and we were crying, <laughs> and it was laughing so hard, and uh, you know, Patty's getting on to us for doing that, and and Big Tim, he's like. Here Mitch's dad he, is, yeah, it, is yeah. about like Judson. Yeah, he's a big guy. <laughs> and he, he's feeding him Jack Daniels. Here, take some more medicine. Those you are know. good people. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, oh, oh, you know, his hands out and all. But it, it did. It was it, it was it was pretty bad burn. So. Yeah. so it's me in my underwear getting wrecked and then <laughs> yeah. me laying on a, a, a counter in a kitchen. Getting wrecked. Crying like yeah. a baby with yeah. Mitch's mom doctoring my hands and his, his dad. Pouring Jack Daniels down my throat, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it, so it's it's it was good humiliating, time. but it was so awesome. It, it was. Yeah, it was I, I'll never forget it. That's one story I'll never forget. I, will <laughs> I know because you tell everyone. Well, I told him. I said I advised <laughs> against it. I was divorced for reason that day. It was before I started my running career. He did. He did. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah before you, you turned into the dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, th- I think you might have wait till tomorrow. Oh, you hadn't drank a lot though. You you probably I drank. Don't like, know. Eight or ten a piece. I yeah. hadn't drank enough for it not to hurt. I tell no, you. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good one. But <sighs> so many yeah. of those with me. You have a guy. You guys aren't as mean as me because man, no. I tell all the stories. Yeah, we well so selectively forget them because we're sort of embarrassed that we were involved we, in some of them. <laughs> we, we might need them again. <laughs> yeah, you never know. When. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, another thing I've learned from you guys and uh, being from the city and buying a place in the country and, you know, adapting to that lifestyle is every country boy needs a winch. That's what I've figured out. Especially if you're in the vehicle with Kevin. <laughs> How do y'all not have winches? We know where to drive. We don't go in those places. Like, really, in, in your defense, the the play, mountain you own land on was called Soapstone for a reason. Yeah. You, when it rains, you can't stand up on it and take jeeps off the edge of the bluffs like. Oh, you I do. can, I can. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just gotta have a beachy with a tractor come get you. That's true. Yep. Um. <laughs> so, Jay Thomas. Yes, sir. How about this hours north concert? Oh yeah, you were there. I want to say, I had confidence it would be a good time. Three, maybe five times better than I anticipated. You guys are wonderful. Thank you. Wonderful. She'd totally be rock stars. You guys are wasting your talents with us. I know. What are y'all doing? Just trying to make it. 
No, yeah. we were we were stoked to see you. We're great time. Look, we, he blushed when you said that. Both of them did. Thomas, I know because I'm not even lying. They were yeah. wonderful. Day yeah. of, we were wondering. We're like, he's not coming. Why did you keep saying that? It's too good to be true. It felt that that I wasn't going to show up. What 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 the hell, man? Because we didn't want to get our hopes up. Yeah. We didn't want we didn't want uh, to be like, oh, he's coming, and then you right. not to come for whatever reason, and then we'd be bummed out. But yeah. you can't, and we were stoked about it. Yeah. I told y'all the only thing would have been something with one of the kids. Right. And I even made Aiden drive to himself Woodward. to Woodward so that I could come see you guys. Yeah. Well, we appreciated it. We were stoked to see you. Oh, Ivana seemed like she had a good time. She had a great time. Yeah. A wonderful time. And next day she got me texting Tommy asking, like, name of different songs and stuff <laughs> so we could download it. Looking for yeah. lyrics. Because you can totally understand what he's saying. Uh, when he sings in British, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a great time. You guys you guys did awesome. I can't wait to see the next show. Thank you, yeah. That what was our first one back in like a year and a half. We need so. to have a party where you guys play then. Yeah. The the one in October is the one to go to. That's like an actual show show at like an actual rock club um, at the Portland House of Music. That's the oh, one. Yeah. This last one was all right. Like I'm glad you had a good time, but we all got off the stage. Like, well, we kind of fell apart yeah. at, the, at the end there. We, it wasn't our finest work, but... Yeah. Uh, we'll be Jay. We're gonna be ready to roll. I mean, I was over. fucking smacking the whole time, but no, no, no. It was. It Tommy was. Tommy lost confidence when he broke a string on his guitar. Yeah, two songs in, smokes a string, which is par for the course. Yeah, but I will say that normally, well, uh, during soundcheck, like he soundchecks his backup too, his backup guitar, and I, we just didn't do that this time, so it still sounded fine. Wh- why? Why don't you have two of the same guitar if that happens? Guitars are expensive. It's it's a financial thing. Yeah, it's just guitars are expensive. How much is that when you normally play? The one that I have is like seven hundred fifty bucks. All right. Yeah, but on top of all our other gear, it's fucking crazy. Well, y- you could get another job working part time to help the band out. Need yeah, to. we're going to yeah. McDonald's. All right, so Flying. I'm gonna um. All right, so I'm uh, I'm gonna buy you a backup guitar. No, 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 no. I want a, I want a cinema camera for Q. That's what I want. I'm gonna buy anything. Hey, this isn't a, a one or the other. <laughs> I, I want to support the band. You know, yeah. I'm hoping I'll, you know, at some point I'll be able to get up there and we, we can, um, we can do a duet. Then y'all, islands in the stream, maybe. Islands in the stream. All right, I'm down. So or, or, order you a backup guitar. I don't want you falling apart, getting all nervous again. Have a backup. <laughs> That actually, I got it. it actually crushed me. Like I went because especially the um, the song. You had all kinds of girls there. Like I oh thought no. you were gonna get panties Ooh. thrown at you. Uh, the <laughs> song, the song after my guitar broke is meant specifically for that acoustic guitar. Yeah. And playing it. Turbulence. On, no, uh, it's called Be Love. It's right after Turbulence. I broke my string during Turbulence. Third song. It'll get you. Yeah. Not the second. Um, yeah. And then the song after that is meant for an acoustic guitar, and I had to play it on an electric guitar, and it was. Garbage, and I just all, right, if you're not all gonna, of my steam like just if you're not gonna order it, then you get me the information. I'll order it for him. Right. We'll get him a little gift. We brought one up from Georgia. He can use. Oh, it's very nice too. Actually, oh, yeah. it's pretty yeah, nice we'll guitar. give it to him. It's nice. I'm not gonna play it. Yeah. All right. So we got we got to get a camera and a guitar. Yeah. So Papa needs to make thirty two hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. We'll make that happen. All right. Is it well? And I think we're gonna need to get Chad a winch. He got a city truck now. <laughs> he ain't in that country. <laughs> So we got big uh, old dent. All right, so four grand. I got to figure out four grand. Four. <laughs> um, skid plate on the front. Of it. Yeah, that'll work too. <laughs> Man, I you know that's one thing that Wyoming showed me was how much I missed the farm. Yeah. We had 
that shooting range at the farm, like the the hundred meter range, yeah. was the best range I've ever seen. Yeah, awesome. it was good. I miss it so much. We blew so much. You remember the first time we shot Tannerite? Mm. <laughs> yeah, the one we let a- let Aiden shoot. Yeah. Uh, so Aiden, God, he's little. So when he's like mm. probably six, seven years old, we'd always let him blow up Tannerite. Like we, we. Because I'd get cars for like a hundred bucks, right. or free refrigerators or ovens or hot water heaters. We'd the beach, he'd haul them out to the range, get them set up. We'd pack them with tannerite. Oh, we had some good times. Was, did we do that before? Did we do the beaver dams at our place first? Oh, that was pretty awesome. I don't, the beaver dams. Yeah, great. <laughs> there was some experimentation yeah. went on with the beaver <laughs> dams. We we almost had some mishaps. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, country living is so great. That's like when I started taking. Ivana to the country, and she's like, oh, never cool. been, you know, always yeah. lived in a city. She's like, what are we going to do? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she's like, for five days, what are we going to do? And I was like, holy shit, everything, whatever we want to do. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and and she's in love with oh, it. Oh, yeah. She, she, yeah, she had never seen a four-wheeler. or We were like, I mean, growing up there, you just, you just expect everybody's the experienced it at least. And, oh, she was like, term we use back home is like a Japanese tourist. She would pop, 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 just pick photos everywhere. <laughs> no offense, yeah. Japanese, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> or she, tourist. Yeah, or tourist. Uh, but uh, well, she was kind of a foreign yeah, tourist. She, yes, she was, she was, yeah. So, yeah, she was just photos everywhere. So it, it was awesome to see someone come in and really appreciate that that slower pace of living, I guess you'd say. So, uh, But it is beautiful there and so much stuff to do. So, I mean, so much stuff to do that, like, it's not – City related, you know, go down the creek, run through five hundred rounds, <laughs> subsonic <laughs> on with a mini fix like they would do. Yeah, so that's what she does. She likes to sit in a chair, set up the tripod, the mini fix, and she just yeah. shoots while I reload her magazines. Yeah. yeah, but man, when we started doing yeah the beaver dam stuff, so we're like, I don't know, how big is that beaver dam? Like, how uh, much tannerite uh, do we need? Uh, it says we probably need about this much, so we should probably triple that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first one we did was a, a ten or fifteen pound fire extinguisher that I had it was bad I took the top off and we packed it and that's when you shot with that uh, the oh oh the, the mark you appreciate mark. this the mark 11 yeah Ooh. yeah so yeah and, and it thought oh crap that didn't do anything you know but it blew debris over us and we were o- over 100 yards away yeah and blowing, I mean, big sticks yeah. and stuff yeah, hitting yeah. us yeah so yeah that was awesome yeah we we'd do the tannerite and I mean in the beginning you know, I'd usually use silencers. Just we were shooting belt feds and people sometimes around would call the police. But then once I got to know them, you know, in the country, small town, become friends with the sheriff. And it's like when they realize you're not breaking the law, yeah, they don't care. But all oh, the Tannerite sometimes in the valley yeah. where we'd do the, the beaver dams, we'd go a little overboard, like super redneck mm-hmm. on it. And, you know, it'd make people's uh, like pictures fall yeah, off the wall and stuff. Oh, yeah. they would get hot. They would get uh, hot. Yeah, we did. We got some calls about that. The neighbor, which is like, I don't know, three quarters of miles upstream for, from us, called just cussing. You know, my yeah, photos yeah. are falling off my wall. You're going to replace my photos? I'm like, put them up better. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah people exactly. don't. Yeah, they don't realize that, like, out in the country, you generally don't have noise ordinance and stuff like that. So if you're not messing up somebody's property, breaking a law, like, you can do whatever you want. That was one of the, the great things I found. You know, like, the best thing that happened to the farm was, you know, the memories of my kids and the friends that I made. But the uh, the freedom that you have, if you grow up in the city in an urban area and then 
you get a big chunk of land, mm. the freedom that you have oh, to yeah. do whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we would just like ride dirt bikes. You could race them at night. We would race the Jeeps all the way to one end of the property and back, <laughs> yeah. you know, wear night vision, do whatever. Or you blow up beaver dams or you get a car for a hundred bucks and you blow it up. Oh, we had the greatest times. Oh, yeah, those were good times. I miss all that. Remember that? Remember that three count we had pig hunting that time with uh, Judson who failed first grade math apparently. Oh, yeah, <laughs> three one. That did you go three, on yeah. two? Three. I can't count. One bang. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even get the e out. No shot. <laughs> Fucked us all. What's up, Judson? Yeah, I, he I shot. I, he shot at least a half a pound of bacon. Yeah, yeah. he could have. It could have hit up under that skate. It was a good shot. It's it a little pig. Oh no! Blast it right in the eyeball was, on it, one. It was sort of my fault because I had a laser, a green laser on, <laughs> and that's what I was going to. I think I was going to try to light everything, illuminate up with that because it was it would open up a little bit, and all all we had then was green lights or we even had white we had white lights then yeah. i guess and i had bought a green laser and uh we didn't have thermals or anything mm-mm, no not on the guns uh, we had the handheld we knew they were there but uh i wasn't carrying my weight then no no you, you stepped up in the last few years but anyway yeah so it, when i said one i, I cut that green light on so the <laughs> laser on where i would be ready because i had to mash a button and buddy that means was, press up here yeah, yeah mash press, press. I had to stick my finger on a button. But, yeah, so it, I mean, as soon as that laser came on, I mean, it was less than half a second. <laughs> he had shot the pig that in the eye. second. So, <laughs> yeah, shot it right in the eye. And well, did you, just, did you just think it was bigger because you were cranked down to 14? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I guess oh, a monster. You are using that Johnny gun, weren't you? Yeah, I Kevin's was. Kevin's Johnny gun. The, oh, oh, sure yeah. was. The Nevesky, the two, two, three. That thing yeah. killed some pigs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that night you shot that one. We didn't even have a lot. I oh mean, yeah, it was out in the in the woods, and it's a good Kevin story. Where this is like shot up. in the dark. Yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> we had a handheld, and and so he had the he had his Johnny gun. And he's like, he'd look, he'd hold the gun, hand me the thermal. I'd hand it back. And he'd look again. I'd done that about three times. Next thing you know, pow! The pig starts squealing, run about fifty yards, fell over dead. <laughs> so I mean, it was what 40, 50 yards out from wow. us too. Yeah. yeah, it was impressive. Yeah. Yeah, that's all we had to work with. So I was having to like look with the thermal and look at all the foliage and see right. where the pig was, and then like let my eyes acclimate to the yeah. darkness, and I could see the foliage. And I said, I, "We never saw the pig mm-hmm. until it's dead." Yeah, no. that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, redneck ingenuity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that way. Well, that's probably yeah, we were doing three hundred blackout then. You've been spoiled. Chad has probably shot more thing. I don't know if you shot more than me, but probably not far behind. More animals with three hundred blackout than most people. Yeah, like uh, old Presswood. He oh that well, stuff. Yeah, oh, that dude still, hammers them. He hammers that stuff. What's his? Yeah. Is his name Mike? Yeah, Mike. Mike, Mike yeah, Presswood. Man, shout out yeah. to him. Yeah, he slays some pigs. Yes, yeah, he, he does. Yeah, he's oh. probably killed more. He's got a sugar weasel. He's killed more in, in the fix too than than most people. He has a very target rich environment. We need to get him a honey badger. Yeah, maybe, press, maybe we'll cool. give Jay's yeah, to he him. Wants, he wants to come out and visit. Mm. Yeah, Presswood's cool. We should because you know people that actually shoot stuff a lot, just knowing how he does it and what equipment he uses and oh, like yeah. daytime optics and then nighttime what he prefers. You know, because that's where I've always put a lot of confidence in when Todd Huey with the optics and the thermal because he also shoots so many. Yeah, the practical experience. Chad, do you use any of the 
the weapon mounted thermals like the the pulsars or anything yeah we've got a reap hour now oh, yeah i love that, that yeah. at first i didn't like it because i was accustomed <coughs> to the green light and had right. the wide field he, of view. he doesn't like change yeah, yeah. i don't like i don't deal with change we'll, well so we'll but i adapted well yeah uh to that yeah that the reap hours awesome yeah yeah it's funny because i had you know my apartment now their place i had thermals down there all the time right. he, w- he wouldn't even use them now man i like the green light yeah, I yeah. thermal yeah. Yeah. i need i need a field of view yeah, uh, yeah. so like, will you, but you can see everything will you handheld and then just get on them with mm-hmm. the yeah and i still use the handheld uh, to to locate and right once I, once we locate then it's just easier to then hold yeah. the, the rifle out so yeah locate with handheld and then then get ready and go yeah. in that way so we like to in the fields I, we like to get 20 or 30 yards from just right. for the excitement uh you know sometimes you can't but uh I, we've shot them i've shot them out to 150 175 probably with yeah. the reap so yeah, it's it's awesome and so. do those have the i know you have one but do they have the i guess what the zoomed in screen up at the top too like some of those pulsars you'll have your your just regular objective and then they'll have a smaller no. zoomed in no. no it's got zoom i i don't love using the zoom a lot unless i have no. to yeah you just no. lose so much resolution right yeah and field of view yeah yeah what um what'd you think about shooting that eight six in wyoming oh man that's i can't i can't wait to, i can't wait to run one of those through a pig and see what it does that's oh, that's man. awesome it is so massive projectile going down range it's 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 going to be something else i mean even being able to hear impact with subsonic at a thousand yards oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like waiting it. waiting having the patience someone just blew up a beaver dam yeah i think so was it that or was that the train train, train, train connecting up. i think so yeah do you think that people will once it's becoming readily available and people get a hold of eight six do you think once people get it in the u.s at least they'll ever Shoot like hunt with anything else? Yes, yeah, some. I believe some will because I mean, like for range, you you're gonna right. have to be a pretty good shot, which it will do it because we did. But you gonna have to you gonna have to know your stuff yeah. to, to shoot out past about five hundred. But still, most shots aren't even that far. Yeah, so I mean, it's rare not. to shoot something that far. Yeah. I, I don't. I think you know. Of course, I'll reserve the right to change my mind. But the way I see it right now is, if it's inside, you know, a hundred, hundred fifty, three hundred blackout, but. Eight six kill stuff better. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I think supersonic. You're going to have you know five six hundred yards. There's really no sense in using anything else. No. I don't think if you've got your dope. I yeah. mean, I think it's going to be gnarly on animals. Like I've shot. Well, I, you know, I've shot some animals with it already. But but I'm excited. You know, Ethan was here this morning before we started the podcast and talking over. Well, he brought some cool stuff actually. So, you know what this is. No, I do not. So this is uh, some 8.6 for me to test today that is for an 8-inch barrel specifically. So it's loaded to give us the exit pressure, th- the same as we had out of the 12.5-inch barrel with a 300-gram a 300, uh, burger. Mm. Um, so subsonic load, that will be – oh, it was so quiet out. Oh. And yeah, it was. Man, this subsonic – but, you know, it's a thing, like, suiting stuff to barrel wings. And when Ethan and I were talking this morning, you know, when I was a kid and got into guns, so pro- kid like your age, maybe a little younger, um, the Remington 700, even the tactical, like the police versions, Judson, mm-hmm. you know, they were all 308, 24, 26-inch barrel. There was nothing shorter. Mm-hmm. So seeing barrels get shorter now. <laughs> but if you want a subsonic load, and, and one thing that's interesting is like Hornady and other companies probably aren't going to do 
barrel length specific because it's just so many skews. So when you get somebody like uh, David Stark at Discrete Ballistics, he maybe can afford to do it. And what I'm saying is have a subsonic load for 16-inch, one for 12 and a half, and one for 8-inch. Because, you know, if you have it specifically, you want 1,000 feet a second out of an 8-inch barrel, out of 12 and a half, it's going to go supersonic. Right. Um, so Ethan did one specifically for the 8-inch, which I'm excited about because Chad and I out in Wyoming, all you know, we shot, I don't know, like 1,000 rounds. We shot so much ammo out of a bolt gun uh, in that two weeks. And super and subsonic, but... All the ammo was loaded for 12 and a half inch. And we were right there borderline because we were having some that was going supersonic. Yeah. So, you know, we're just trying to figure out the loads and everything. But he brought me this. But this is exciting. Whoa. Have you seen this? So, I have not. So this, this is the eight and a half inch barrel. So. It just looks like a mini fix. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's an inch longer than a mini fix. Um and so I got subsonic and supersonic designed for this now, loaded for it, that I'm going to go try. But I, I don't know the overall length right there, but that's probably 17 inches or so if I take the silencer right. off. The gun weighs nothing. And, you know, we might even be able to go, uh, you know, thinking about it like the, the Sig Rattler, where that gun is very popular commercially. And people don't understand, like, we were at Sig while that was going on. And that gun was originally designed for a specific customer for a glove box. Right. And it's it's designed to do everything inside of 25 meters. But most people commercially go to the range of shooting at 25 meters, no big deal. Yeah. But we could do ammo for this 8.6 where it's all super and subsonic. is designed for the 8-inch barrel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we're trying to figure it out now. Do we go 8 inches? Uh, and do ammo for it, loads for it. Twelve and a half, we're definitely going to do in sixteen. But this could. Well, you imagine going on an elk hunt and packing that yeah. little oh, thing yeah. in. Oh. Yeah, Justin's been on a, on some elk hunts yeah. and packed the big stuff in. Oh, I mean, that would be, that that'll fit in a backpack. Yeah, I mean, because especially you know when the elk, if you got to make a long shot, you want a longer barrel. But tons of the shots are in the timber, yeah. so you're shooting inside a hundred meters, sometimes fifty meters. If this proves to be almost as capable as a 12 and a half, if you have the right barreling, oh my God, there's nothing I wouldn't shoot with yeah. this. And you yeah. got a tiny little gun. And two barreling sometimes too, a lot of the, not only your length and is it cumbersome, but a lot of your weight in a lot of guns is in the barrel. It's, yeah. it's one of the heaviest, part, the heaviest part of the gun generally. Um, so this is pretty exciting. Like a, uh, the fix an eight six like the super micro and like this and I think Ethan's even going to try some six inch barrels. Um, so we're kind of working on all that now. But sixteen's mandatory. Twelve and a half, kind of like three hundred blackout. That's what we're designing everything for right now. Yeah. Um, and and I would be comfortable after going to Wyoming supersonic, shooting six hundred yards with that. Oh, I think so easy. And yeah. the subsonic, you know, you're going to be able to kill stuff at three, four hundred yards with oh, the subsonic, yeah. I think. Um, you know, but if you're only going to shoot 150, maybe the eight-inch gun's the thing to do. Right. So I don't know where things are going to go, but, you know, we're never going to be able to make an 8.6 gun as light and compact as a 300 blackout gun. Right. But, you know, 8.6 is at least two to three times sometimes what 300 blackout's capable of. So I think it depends on what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Like, this, this is not going to have me throw my 300 black, my honey badger away. Oh, oh yeah. no, no. But I don't know. It, I'll probably use my fix and mini fix less 
in traditional calibers when we get this. This will probably be my primary hunting gun for a while. And yeah. if we do a gas gun or we work with somebody and we do something that's relatively lightweight and compact. Yeah, that's the thing I always think about, like Chad saying about an elk, like an, on an elk hunt using something that small or whatever. And people always seem to be like, I need a 26-inch barrel or whatever. And it's like dudes are shooting elk with bow and arrows at 35 yards. Yeah, if you can shoot an elk so. with a bow, you can shoot an elk with an 8-inch, eight 8.6. I would shoot an elk with a Barnes 110 yeah. honey badger all day long if it was a, you know, inside 100 yards. Right. All day long. Yeah, I think people, and I understand people wanting to do things ethically and all that, and I just think that people underestimate what modern ammunition can do. Well, yeah, and barrel length, I mean, the only reason you want that is if you can shoot farther, right. but... Ethically, too. I mean, you start talking about that. How good can you shoot? Right. You want to shoot an elk at 600 yards. It doesn't matter how good the gun and the glass and the bullet is. If, you know, you, you at 600, you, you miss a call on wind or... Operator. Yeah. I mean, you think it's not unethical because you screw the shot up, but you right. had, you know, ammo that's deemed suitable by other right. people. That's where I just think we were talking about with Jason. Like, all the morality with hunting and taking an animal, that's up to the individual. Yeah. Um, cause there's no one, no matter what reason you hunt generally that would be, is okay with losing an animal. No, no. Yeah, and like, what kind of sicko wants to see an animal suffer? No, exactly. Like, yeah. And I mean, like you just said about the distance too, like that's like the, the Mike Murphy little rule of thumb. Like if you're going to, if you guys are shooting at 600, are you really out there getting dope and practicing at 1200? Like cutting it in half doing the hey go shoot it a thousand and then you know half cut that in half you know you're going to hit it are guys really doing that yeah i don't know i know the hunts where i've been most successful and i feel the most comfortable are are where i have spent time you know behind the trigger shooting at distance confirming all my dope not just getting a hundred meter zero and then using a ballistic cap but going and shooting and because i want to feel comfortable when i squeeze the trigger and i want to be able to make shots that you know the average hunter is not going to take right um but you know back to eight six there's so much potential and you know 300 blackout we knew it was limited from the beginning um and it's not you know it's not the best cartridge generally um except if you want super and subsonic out of an ar you want a lightweight gun and suppress as well it's the best other than that i mean there's you know, lots of cartridges that are better for killing. Right. Um, but you don't get subsonic capability or you get a bigger, heavier gun. Mm, I don't know. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Got to kill some pigs with it, Judson. <laughs> now that I got ammo. So I think Ethan's got three supersonic loads. And I'm still, well, so far, I'm partial to that Barnes 210 bullet. But we'll see what we come up with. There'll be custom bullets done for it and off the shelf. Uh, bullets and and loads that we have produced and are available. Yeah. I'm sure Dave starts doing all his research. He's over. He's designing his own bullet, but yeah, yeah I'm hoping we can get him to put a lot of his loading time in the future into the cartridge. I think it makes sense because if you want an eight inch barrel or twelve and a half or a sixteen, you need the load for that, especially for subsonic to get the most out of it. And like I said, the bigger companies like Hornady or Federal, they're not going to do that. Right. And that's where I think now, when we did three hundred blackout, 
it was a pretty niche thing at first, but I, I felt like I saw the future. And the market is just so much bigger now. Oh, yeah. And so many more people have silencers. It's so much more accepted. There's so many new gun owners, which we've talked about since Biden, you know, 10 million. Mm-hmm. And so it, I think there is a place for a company like Discrete Ballistics to really be able to grow and to fulfill the niche stuff. You know, niche. Like, right. I don't want you know, the one load from Hornady that's going to be too weak out of my 8-inch barrel and supersonic out of my 16-inch. I mean, I'm sure it'll be good for the 12-and-a-half, but it'd be good to be able to get exactly what you want. Maybe David could do that. Well, next month, uh, episode 60, is when uh, Jay gets redemption on the drone. We're setting up a obstacle course, and we're going to give Jay his chance at redemption as a drone pilot. (laughs) And we're going to give him his license right on the spot when he finishes Wait, wait. Who, who approved this? Because <laughs> I have not seen this. I have not seen an email on this. It's approved. We're doing it. Episode 60 next month. Who, who's drone? Tune in. Yeah, you get one of those $25 Hughes drones. Drone. Yeah. I've been practicing. We're getting redemption. We're ending, we're ending it and settling the score. It, it's you, gonna be you know fantastic. what happens. You crash it, right? Yeah. I don't, don't say it. No, nope, I don't know what happens. Drew spends four hours fixing it. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. We're not going to crash it. I've been practicing. Uh, really, an obstacle course? <laughs> you need an obstacle course? Like, this is 100% getting crashed. <laughs> we'll see. If you crash it and throw up. <laughs> if I crash it, I'm going to throw up. You're going to video it, aren't you, Thomas? <laughs> if I crash it, I'm going to throw up. Oh, my for God. Sure. Episode 60. That's what it is. So. Yeah. Drone certification school. Man, that is bold. I mean, I got to applaud your balls for, like, going after this, man. I just got to show you. I didn't think... You, they were there. They're there. <laughs> I took them from the devil this weekend. I don't know. Yeah. And for Tommy to think this is okay, I don't know, man. Trust your team, you know? I, I, I did, and then we had to repair the drone for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to learn. This is why it's a redemption. Yeah, exactly. This is why this is, he's earning his stripes back, so <laughs> yeah. we, can, we can end it here. Earning. Yeah. Earning. It, may, it means something different in the South. Yeah. I, I can't wait to hear about this one. Oh, you'll oh. see it. You can do it. I know. Just All right. His money. If he yeah. crashes it, we're going to Georgia, and we're going to do a episode 61. It's going to be him worming all Judson's family's cattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>